and welcome everyone to the Electronic Gaming Mostly podcast. I'm Seeker127. Hey. And that's it's me. Gabler. <laughs> is that who that is? His nah, name? A... I'm looking for a new name, by the way. So. Yeah. I, I still am a fan of the Vapist, the Grapist. I know they're all taken, but this, you know, whatever. Still a fan of those. Uh, Vanilla Mike is still pretty good. People can call you Mike. I'm pretty sure that's taken too. All the good yeah. ones are taken. <clears throat> so I'm Battlefield at a Randy. How about that? Just give yourself a different name. Big Toe Joe. Big Toe Joe. There you go. And that'd be hilarious because people would be like, how'd you get that name? It's like, well, my name's not Joe. <laughs> big it toe rhymes toe. with Big Toe. I'm just really into toes. Not in a weird way. I like that I can keep my balance when I walk. I'm a really big fan of that aspect. You could be Colin, Colin, Colin. Monty you know. Montgomery. Monty Montgomery, that's a good one. Monty from Montana. You already have a Monty, though. That'll be really confusing. Yeah, no. Well, um... Mike the Dyke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting every... into, like, mafia names and shit. Every male looks like a butch lesbian. Billy Think Bag of it. Donuts. Maybe, maybe you do uh, Mikey Bag of Donuts or something like that. You know? I don't know. There's a lot of <laughs> nitpicky shit. Like I want it to be short enough to remember. Murder Mike. <laughs> well, someone might actually murder me the way things are going. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Doc's uh, getting shot at. I mean, come on. That was a pellet gun. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine then. Well, it's still not fine. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they weren't shooting fucking bullets into his house. <clears throat> well, uh, last week we didn't have a podcast because I didn't have internet. You know, we had a hurricane about three hours away, four hours away. And so yeah. that means that the weakest link is going to drop first. Uh, kept power, kept water, uh, no internet. Spectrum dropped. So there's a good name. Weakest link. <laughs> Right, and it's like it's like Link from Zelda. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I don't even, I don't even support Nintendo. Like, yeah, I would love to play Breath of the Wild, but I'm not gonna no, spend I mean, like, four hundred dollars. The name you go off the name Link, but then like all your motifs are like chains or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. Well, you know, work in progress. I'm not gonna change it until I find the perfect one. So for now, I'm still Seeker One Twenty Seven. Some. Idiot out there with no uh, no streaming has already taken my name, Seeker. Well, this is all because somebody convinced you that a name with numbers in it is, like, not good for some reason. I don't know why. Well, go look at uh, any of the top streamers is, on Twitch. None of them have numbers. Listen, all you got to do is start saying, my name is seeker or t Yeah? Like, it's not one, two, seven. It's an R and a T. It's seeker no. <laughs> There's plenty of people that have pretty uh, good followings and numbers, and they have numbers in their name. <clears throat> I mean, certainly they're not lyric or whatever, but, <clears throat> you know, there are people out there. Like, it's going to have to get changed eventually. I'd rather do it now. It only gets more difficult. And now I don't have to fucking start like, a new account. Like Zombie Unicorn 80085. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so there was a hurricane. My internet went out for a day. Um, and then by the time we were like, hey, let's let's make up that podcast, it was already closer to today than, you know, any other day. So here we are. This is episode four, week five. Um, what have we Forever been doing change. for two weeks? World of Warcraft. We'll just we'll just catch it up one day. We'll just do two of them on a Sunday. Episode five, week five. <laughs> I can get it back. Yeah. Yeah. World of Warcraft. Uh, we played the Divinity. Black Ops Four, Blackout Beta. Blops Four, as as idiots call it. Yeah. Um. God, that was so good. Magicka one and two. A little bit. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't a great experience. Yeah. Uh, and what was that other game? Oh, yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2 Enhanced Edition, mm, which is still fun, but I don't know if the game's kind of broken or if the mods are breaking it or what. But It's all over the place. Still fun. I went from an Elementalist character my last playthrough to straight up two-hander Skullcracker. That's been fun. Hmm. So uh, I guess we'll just get started with WoW. Um, I've been getting more into it. It's not such a chore to like want to play it, but it's still not great. I switched from Arcane to Fire for about an hour. <laughs> now that I have better gear, it still sucks. It's terrible. If the fight lasts longer than 15 seconds, you all everything's on cooldown. I changed some talents up. Um, people are still stupid, you know, I, I switched to flame patch that when I do flame strike, it leaves an AOE shit on the ground and nobody knows what that is. So they just pull enemies out of it because it's like, don't stand in fire. Like, no, that's, that's my fire. Stand in the fire. So I switched to frost. It's been going okay. I still got to commit to another class and, uh, stick with it long enough to get to where my mage is. That's really the only reason I keep playing mages because it's the highest level. And... But, you know, there will be a lull. There's no new content, kind of like right now. Because Warfront's um, kind of done with the Warfront. I mean, I got three pieces of gear that I could potentially get that would be upgrades, but I don't want to run Warfronts that much. So I keep getting duplicates. Yeah. <clears throat> it's really rough. You, you do a Warfront and... It shouldn't take uh, 15 to 20 minutes, but it does because you have a lot of mouth breathers that are in there and they're just off pushing up the middle when they don't like you don't even have siege tanks and you're just they're just pushing up and capturing the middle. It's just a waste of time instead of going around gathering resources. I know that resources are technically limited, but one of the most difficult things to get is iron. Honestly, most people should just be in the mines, filling up to 200 and heading back to base and dumping it in all the buildings and upgrades. Yeah, well, the problem is not everyone can that. do that because otherwise <laughs> there'd be too many well, people just running around without anything no, because, to pick up. Because you just kill the kobolds for it. And the kobolds drop that shit and everybody can loot it to some degree. If everybody just spent time in them, I mean, not a whole, obviously you have to have some people defending. So you, you just have people bouncing between the mine and the lumber yard back and forth, filling up what they need. The whole like pushing down the middle before you even have siege tanks makes no sense. Yeah. I can understand capturing the first little point, that crossway there, 
because you know when the siege chase comes out you don't want to have to like race against it because they want to head to a location but i don't get it that you go in and it's like 15 minutes long because you have five to six maybe 10 people of the, the i mean it's longer than that, that just, it's longer than it's, 15 to 20 it, minutes it, usually because i um, i mean here's my strategy because i know people are just gonna go fight shit i just run straight to the mill kill the guy pick up the axe load up on wood go and deposit it and then i pretty much just go back and forth from the mine getting iron and back to the the place the main place and just contribute it until everything's upgraded and we get to the end and everyone has siege stuff and then i get my buff from the church and i get my two knights and we break through the door the, the, it. it doesn't have to be that long, though, is my point. Like, I feel like if people would just be, if everybody would be bouncing be between mine and lumber, then it would speed up the process pretty, pretty seriously. Well, Blizzard does a really bad job of explaining what to do and when. Yeah, I don't feel like you need explanation. It, it seems like just common sense shit. I think it's just. I mean, it took me like five or six like, rounds of that. It took me like five or six rounds to actually figure out how everything worked. Like what oh, what you need to upgrade to get the other upgrade. Like you got to put points in the like that siege tower place in order to upgrade your keep to a castle or some shit. So it's, uh, it's time consuming. The only good thing is you're guaranteed a piece of 340 gear. But, you know, once the more 340 gear you get, the lower the chance of you getting a piece you actually need. Like I still need feet and a trinket and a ring. And I don't know if I'll ever get it. And it's just so fucking monotonous. It is. There's no system in place. Like, you, I don't know. I ran. I've run it probably. God, I just want to be fair here. 12 times or something like that on my Demon Hunter. Who is already. Who, granted, already has. Like, mostly is. I'm already item level 342. Most of my pieces are. I only need like three pieces or something. Twelve times I've never gotten an upgrade except for once, which was like a ten-point upgrade. Uh, ran it on the Warlock three times yesterday, got one upgrade. So the, the rate at the upgrading is very similar to raids. It's kind of like the world quest thing for the well, world I boss. mean, you can do it solo, so that's good. I mean, you won't yeah. be solo once you get in there, but there's really no reason to mm -hmm. communicate or coordinate or anything. Yeah. So I'm a fan That's of that, good. but just they the, the rate that which you get gear, thing, which is great. Well, it's in your best interest to like spam that shit. So you get all 340 gear, but by doing that, because it takes so long, you're missing out on a lot of Azerite power. You're missing yeah. out on a lot of reputation gains that you could be getting from doing other things. So, but the fucked up part is, is like all that other stuff, the Azerite power and the uh, reputation gains, like the end goal of that is still just to get more gear. Yep. So I'm kind of curious to see what happens during the next Warfront. Is it still going to drop 340 gear or is it going to drop higher gear? Because if it drops yeah, 340, the question, why right? the fuck would anyone do it? Yeah. You do it once for your 370 piece and that's it. Well, there'd be people that want to do it for the transmog or the visual set that drops from there. But there, but the, the only other thing I can imagine would be people that didn't get filled with uh, 340 gear in the process of the first one. We don't even know if there's going to be a delay. I mean, Blizzard, this is Blizzard. They just got a lot of flack for not really communicating to people. And the way they're talking about this next Warfront is that it's going to drop next week. Like, 
Thursday, maybe? Like, isn't that when that ends for us? Yeah, maybe it no, I just think it's Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday before ours is done, and then I don't know what. But, it is interesting, uh, though, that, like, we, the Alliance, I don't know, is it server-wide or is it just across the board, the, your contributions? It's across the board. Yeah, Alliance, like, turned in their shit way faster than the Horde did. Oh, yeah, there's more of us in terms of overall. Like, more people play Alliance than Horde. Like, what was it, three days before? Like, it was, like, three days. It took the Horde six days. It took us three days. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. <clears throat> um, but still, I mean, it's the whole system's kind of bullshit. It's almost like they made this whole cycle system and gave you that week in between where you can't do anything. Because they know there's not enough to keep you going if you were able to do it all the time. Yeah. So how do you get people to actually play it? Well, you take four weeks and make it only available for one week. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> you're starting up the next one is going to be Darkshore and the Alliance start with the ability to contribute first. So our first week of that is going to be just contribution. Yeah. Which isn't terrible. And killing rares and hoping to get lucky. No, that's that's the horde that's killing rares. We're contributing oh. the first week. And then right. uh, as soon as we're done contributing, we get access to the warfront before the horde does. So it's kind of the opposite of a Rathi this time around. Yeah, so warfronts, as expected, are pretty underwhelming. The rewards are pretty good, but... It needs work. It's like the island expeditions. I like them. I like the ideal of them. They're tedious, though. And the rewards aren't good enough. And I'm not it's saying... The rewards like, are Azerite power. That's it. I'm not saying that the... Yeah, that's not good enough. I'm not saying that the rewards from Warfronts are bad. I'm just saying, like, it's not good in the sense that, you know, you go through this long process and then you get 340 gear. Like, you can go through a Mythic way quicker and get Yeah, you're just not guaranteed to do it. You're not guaranteed yeah, yeah. to get 340 gear. And it's it, um, not a guarantee. You're right, but and they lock after the first time. You have an opportunity to gain from each boss a piece of gear, and from the uh, the last boss. I think you're guaranteed on the last boss for mythics. Yeah, and the worst part about mythics is that you actually have to go in and find a group. You can't just do a group finder. Uh, you for can it. have your own competent group of people. I think that's the best part because the. Oh, yeah, but you're dealing with people that just don't listen or don't care. Or we only have four on a good day. That's if Billy feels like doing mythics. We haven't yeah, even done well, mythics yet. That's that's just our own situation, though. I'm just talking about on like across the board on the scale of what's better. I just think that there needs to be some system in this game where they don't give you the same damn piece of gear all the goddamn time. I mean, is that so much to ask for? Like some kind of security system? So I'm not picking it like they did it with legendaries. Yeah. Like, can I just get that with regular fucking gear? Like how many times in a row am I going to get a pair of boots? Well, they want you to keep playing and grinding stuff out. Like we talked about this before. It's fundamental problem with Blizzard's philosophy on the game. They want you to grind out and trudge through this tedious, boring bullshit just to maybe get a small chance at gear that you can use. <clears throat> So just so you could do the same fucking content, but easier. But now it's it's even worse because everything scales to your item level. So really, things don't get much easier. Yeah, I was going to say that's their big problem is the whole item level scale concept. Because 
if you look at a game like uh, <coughs> PUBG or Fortnite, the reason why people, or even Black Ops 4, which is great, the reason why people play those games over and over is because it's fun to shoot somebody and they die. In, in World of Warcraft, it's just you do the same content that you've done a hundred times, but it never gets easier. You never get godlike, especially now. Used to be, if you did mythic raids, you would. You'd become godlike, and they were just like, "Now we got to stop that." Yeah, well, go back to Suramar after you'd, you've done, you know, after you get your item level up to whatever it was after. Uh, what was the place called Argus? After you get all the Argus gear and all that, go back to Suramar. You like mm -hmm. one or two shot shit. Felt great. Yeah, and that's fun. It's great. That's what the game's supposed to be like. It feels great when you do that. I don't understand Blizzard's mentality. Like everybody enjoys going back and like this is a game where the player base enjoys ganking. They love the concept of going back and doing old raid content by themselves to get transmog gear. And it's really it's it feels really great when you pull an entire group of mob people do it already at in-game content. They love pulling entire groups of mobs and just AOEing them down and watching the numbers pop up. It's really fucking great. So, of course, they want to do that with older content, but you can't do that. Now, I was a critic of the uh, the system when they first put it in place of in Legion where, you know, when you level up, the zone levels up with you. So, you know, if I'm if I went through all of Azuna and I go to whatever Stormheim and I'm questing there and a friend logs on and they're still in Azuna and I go to help them, the shit's just as difficult for me as it was in the beginning now i can understand the concept behind that but it really once i finish the zones they should really pop down to the base level there's no reason for them to be the same level and i know blizzard's like well we want you to do world quest well you can change the world quest mobs i know you can i know you can have the world quest targets be <clears throat> like a thing but it, it caused problems obviously it's not an issue now but it caused problems in legion where like if you were on a pvp server you were in a zone and everybody that was there that was 110 could see you. There was no phasing. That's one of the big issues. And now they've scaled it off item level. I was okay with it scaling off of level. Like I could get past that. Like, okay, at least when you get max level, you can get your item level up and stuff dies easier. And that was the case in Legion. You could go back to the Broken Shore after you had completed Argus and you could kill rares there that you normally wouldn't be able to take by yourself back when Broken Shore was new. You could do all of that stuff. So if you don't have a group or you came to the game late and Argus was already out or you just maybe took a break or whatever, you could go into Argus, do all that shit, come out and then go to Broken Shore and work on getting your mount without the help of anyone. And that's great. That's a great concept to the game. And that's not even going back another expansion. That's literally a patch before. Yeah. But now they have this stupid item level scaling that makes it way fucking worse like i should at this point 340 item level i should be obliterating things in world quests i don't want a challenge if i want a challenge i'll do mythic raiding or mythic plus dungeons that's what those are there for ian if you want a mythic challenge or you want difficult challenges mythics are there for you right where the fuck is that shit at no we got to make everything relative i don't want your content to be so that kind of mentality is going to, I guarantee you that kind of mentality is going to lead them down fucking paths of like, 
hey guys, uh, everything scales now. So when you go back to molten core, it's difficult. You got to take a forty man read. <laughs> I, I, I sure they won't do that, but like, I I don't put it past them for a second to start doing that with dungeons. Let's just recycle our old dungeons, guys. They already do it with time walking to some degree. It's just yeah, and it feels like shit dumb. when you go back. It does feel like shit because they scale you down instead of scaling it up so that you can have you can group up with fucking randos that are leveling up. So yeah. terrible, man. There's just don't scale way better people. solutions. Like I just don't get with all the money they make and all the people they have and all the time they had to fucking make this expansion, I expected a lot more. A lot more refinement. Just the last thing on the scaling, like, if you look back to time walking, you can see how it's a bad system. It needs to, it, it's very simple. And, you know, here's my resume, Blizzard, okay? It needs to be based off level, not gear. 100%. Always only level. Gear should always be what propels you beyond. Like, if I go into a time walking dungeon as a 120, fresh, it should be difficult. But if I go into a time walking dungeon as a 120 that's 340 item level... It shouldn't be that difficult. You're talking about back in Legion, I on my Demon Hunter tank, I could solo fucking Karazhan, Mythic Karazhan. I could solo that shit to farm the mount. But then if I went into like a time-walking Wrath of the Lich King, I'm getting my fucking ass kicked. It doesn't feel good. It's terrible. I hated fucking time-walking because of that. And you don't want that, Blizzard. Well, I hated you don't it even more. Hating it. Yeah, I was well. playing a Fire Mage, so everything's relying on crit. So all of a sudden, I'm like, wow. This spec feels like shit in time walking. You have no critical. Yeah. It's weird. It's like you shouldn't fuck with gear scaling. They can't even do it right. <laughs> I mean, maybe they if they had the system perfected, <laughs> sure. But, I they mean, can't they can't. Right. Yeah. There's the guy that went into PvP recently and took off most of his gear. He's like a 370 item level paladin that raids Mythic. And he took off all of his gear. Well, he put, green, he put some green pieces on that brought himself down to like 290 item level. And uh, went into a battleground and just decimated people. He did like 2,000 more damage than the guy below him. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Because the, the system is broken. It doesn't work. Abort, Blizzard. Abort now before you continue to try and d this bullshit through the rest of the goddamn expansion. All you're going to do is turn this into another goddamn Warlord's Draenor if you don't abort that bullshit now. It was fine in Legion. There. Leave it alone. I don't, I don't even... Did, how many people... like? Fucking let me know how many fucking people that played World of Warcraft actually experienced going out and doing world quests and just one-shotting shit all the time constantly and it wasn't fun for them. Like you're literally talking about a, the smallest percent of the player base, the people who do mythic rating is why they made this fucking change because those guys would go out and they'd fire blast the target and it would die and then... Uh, okay, but it doesn't well, we matter. We don't want we don't want somebody that's like not a mythic raider being their excuse is we don't want somebody like Seeker who's not a mythic raider out in the world quest and he's charging up a fireball and then suddenly a mob just dies before because some mythic raider came through. Tough titties, that's how it works. Yeah, it doesn't you know how really small matter. the percent of the population is of mythic raiders? How many fucking times is he really gonna run into that? Like can you give me some anecdotal evidence? How many fucking times did you run into that? Hardly Never. ever at all. But, I mean, and by why? the way, they already have a system where everything can be shared. They could even do it between factions. I know because it works for rares. If you go tag a rare, a horde player can come and fight the rare. But if but if the horde player tags a regular mob, that doesn't count for you anymore for some fucking stupid reason. 
How about you work on that system instead of this fucking scaling bullshit? Yeah. No, but the thing is, is like with Legion, you know, the world quests were difficult when they actually offered rewards that you wanted. After you get to a certain item level and you don't need to do world quests, but you still want to do the emissaries for maybe at a chance at a legendary that you're not necessarily going to use, but, you know, whatever. Why not go for it? It's a lot quicker. Now, though, when people start getting a high item level and there's nothing that they want from world quests, they're just not going to do world quests. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason to go back and I'm do them past item level 325. Quest, like, give me what I might need. Well, well in terms of gear, but, like, eventually... People are going to have their Azerite up. They're going to have, you know, all the reputation maxed out. So what's the fucking point? And the emissaries that used to give you gear or uh, legendaries and stuff, now all they give you basically is artifact power. I mean, now and then they'll give you a good piece of gear. They need to get rid of the artifact power, the gold, and the war resources from the emissaries. The emissaries should only reward item level gear that is higher than what you're wearing. Always. Yeah, and why the fuck were was World Quest here like three forty whatever? World Quest and Legion were given like two hundred gold, one hundred and fifty gold. Now they're given like seventy. What the fuck? It's them trying to arbitrarily scale down the market economy. They scaled back damage numbers, and they think they can scale back gold acquisition as well. It's fucking stupid. Meanwhile, they put a mount in the game that costs four million gold. They're assholes. They're idiots and assholes. It's like fucking space balls. The the video game company. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I really wish there was a spec that I could fucking play that I knew that I would like and make this all enjoyable, but I don't know if there is. That's why I play fucking Flavor of the Month, man. Yeah, Warrior but then I have to level under. up through shit. <laughs> Warrior's about to get nerfed. Healer's pretty good, though, because it like the great thing about healer is nobody cares about your healing meters. Nobody cares about where, as long as people aren't dying, you know, people might fuck with you and give you shit, but you know, nobody plus healers are like one of the most desired classes in any situation. Uh, more so than tank. There's always, always desired in raids. Raids have the hardest time finding healers than they do tanks and DPS. So, yep. I just got to fucking level a priest. It, my theory on it is if you're going to play a healer, you're going to want to play shaman or paladin because at least then you have viable DPS specs. Whereas with priest, you're pigeonholed in the shadow if you want to do DPS, and that spec sucks at. Yeah. It's just not fun. Certainly priests are some of the best healers, but paladins and shaman are just as good. Thing is, is, I got a priest at like 111 or something, and my paladin's yeah. still 87, mm-hmm. so. Well, you know, we'll work on that on stream. We'll, we'll, we'll get him up there. We'll run dungeons. Fucking time walking will come around soon. We'll just fucking grind our teath against that. Yay. It'll only take I forever. I think, I think I have somebody that can tank at that level. So, fuck around with it. So that's all for WoW, I guess. It's still a clusterfuck. People are bitching louder than ever on the forums and stuff about it. We'll probably be everything. talking about it for the next couple well, of Well, they keep fucking up. Yeah. Like, they that's keep saying, I mean. like, don't worry, things are going to be great soon. And then it's just lack of communication. They put something out that's just fucks someone over. Classes are broken. I don't think there's anyone out there that's like, wow, my class feels really fun to play mm-hmm. right now. And hey, if you're if you want some circle jerking and you like to hear people complain about WoW, just 
come around to the stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah, be there for they, you. They, if they you want bitching up, about the game, Seeker and Gabler are here for you. Yeah, and Seeker Seeker and Gabler are there for you. Just every it's the beginning of every stream as soon as I'm reminded that I got to play World of Warcraft today. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah. You know. It's a shame. The name shame and I don't know. I wish there was another MMO that we could switch to that, you know, was equally as popular. But I mean, Final Fantasy is really. fine, but you got to go through all that story shit. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Blizzard does in the first patch. See if they make up for it. Yeah, I mean, there's always the uh, the option of before we get Black Coming Ops Four, um, selling my account for like you know two thousand dollars. Well, I'm not going to do that, <laughs> but I'll certainly stop for a while. I mean, I, I I intend to see World of Warcraft through to the end, but I'm not against stopping my subscription for a couple months while I play something else until yeah, they that's why fix I don't, their fucking shit. That's why I, I pay monthly instead of committing to six months for a fucking yeah. mount. What fucking a bunch idiots. of bullshit. <clears throat> not even a good right. mount. It's not even a good mount. And I see people on it all the time and it just angers the fuck out of me. Like, these are the people that are the problem. Hitler was right. <laughs> Not not against Jews, just some people. Some shit. <laughs> the WoW community. <laughs> the WoW community. All right, okay. Let's move on from WoW. Fuck WoW. All right. Well, after we bitched about the Battlefield Five beta two weeks ago, they are going to change some things. Not enough, in my opinion, but some things. It wasn't uh, really a beta. It was like a demo. Well, all right, so here are some of the changes. Um, one of the things we bitched about was that you don't start with enough ammo. Yeah. They're changing that. Yeah, of course, because most people probably complained about that. It's very fucking annoying to just have to run to ammo all the time. Yeah, so I you're like going to be... there's ammo on the field, but... Well, they're taking some of that away and giving you more ammo to start with, but you can still build ammo caches and stuff. I don't know if that's going to be limited to just one class or if any class can do that, but... Well, I don't like that if that's the case. I want less dependence on support running up and throwing fucking ammo at me. I get that it's a class-based game to some degree, but they keep moving further away from that. So as they move further away from that, they got to compensate. And uh, I liked the ammo being scattered around the map. I just thought that you should start with, oh, another magazine or something of ammo. I'm not, you know, We're not asking for fucking full fucking ammo. Yeah. I mean, especially with that assault rifle, you get three mags, one already loaded. So good luck, you know. And it's since very they're... arbitrary too, because the reason they're doing it is they want they you have in battlefield like these battles that happen on these large scales where one side's shooting the other side and there's just bullets flying everywhere, and they want to tone that down for some reason and have it to where <clears throat> people have to consider resupply. And the purpose of that isn't necessarily to stop those battles in their mind; it's to put more emphasis on capturing and holding locations. Right, like holding a location when you capture a location, you have access to the ammo. I mean, you can still go get the ammo, but it's an enemy territory now. So, but what I don't think what they realize what's going to happen is you're just going to have these large scale battles like before, and then you're just going to have people cycling out to get ammo. Not like they're going to be doing it on purpose. It's just going to be a process of like, well, we we gained ground on these guys because they had to go back and get ammo, which isn't realistic at all that's that's not how war works they don't fall back to get ammo somebody brings ammo to them 
Yeah, I think the better strategy would be just I'm out of ammo, switch to pistol, run in and die. Because at least then you get like to respawn. I you can throw ammo to people. That's a cool mechanic, but like they need to emphasize on that a little more. You, you need to be able to build ammo things anywhere. So uh, like that that needs to be the support class. Like everybody can get their own ammo from a bag at, at a base or from an ammo cache at a base, but a support class can, you know, he can throw ammo packs at people or he can later get an ammo bag he puts on the ground or he can like later on even build like an ammo cache just any fucking where and he can build one of them and when he rebuilds it somewhere else the other one gets destroyed or some shit like get creative with your classes but at least it's a, a bit of a good change you know i mean i'd rather just start with more ammo because especially playing a yeah. a scout you're <laughs> or whatever they call it recon i'm more often than not i'm gonna be pretty far away from ammo so when i'm out of ammo it's pretty much over i have to switch to a fucking pistol and run across the map to get ammo. Yeah. Uh, they're also, also considering, considering yeah, considering having players begin fights with a one-use health pouch to keep things moving. Which That's is fine. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, what, I don't know why you wouldn't mean? start with one, especially since even, the regenerating health is less than it was in previous games. You don't games. even really get very many options to heal yourself in combat. Maybe... Maybe if you're like way far away from enemies taking pot shots at people and you get hit in the body or something or a sniper connects to your chest, you can get behind something and heal. But when you're on the ground running around on a map and you get in a firefight, you, there's no time to heal. You shoot one guy, the guy behind him kills you. That's yeah, just how much. it works. Yeah, but again, they want to, you know, encourage people to build shit. Yeah, which is fine. I get it. It's not they as bad as Fortnite a, building, so that's something. Game. Fortnite's popular, man. Yeah, too bad it sucks. I don't like this change, though, the player visibility. I don't like this one. I mean, I, I don't know what it's going to look like, but, I mean, I kind of agree. It's kind of hard to fucking see people at distance. But Again, it should playing be. It's Recon. supposed to be. It's, it's, Battlefield's always kind of been closer to a war simulator than an arcade game. You know, Call of Duty's been more of an arcade deathmatch-style game where you can pop out enemies real quickly from the background because, you know, the background and the foreground are so much different. But Battlefield's supposed to be more like war where people were in camouflage and shit and it's difficult to see. And I just don't like the idea of this. As somebody that plays recon often, and uh, I, I don't like the idea of just people having an easier time seeing Especially, like, in Battlefield, there's a lot of times where you got to run out in the open to get to cover. Like, now you're just going to be easy as fuck to spot. It's already pretty easy to see people. I don't know. I, I, don't I think people it. just aren't used to it. If you haven't played Battlefield in the past, then yeah. yeah. Well, I'm coming from Fortnite, and uh, wow, it's hard to fucking see people in Battlefield 5. Change that. <laughs> yeah, they were in camouflage, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the problem? Uh, it was never a problem in Battlefield 1, where you had forest maps with people wearing green and brown. Uh no, well, you yeah. could also spot people, which, I mean, I don't know if I'm really a fan of the new spotting system compared to the old one, because, like, in real life, you'd be able to, like, go to your buddy sitting next to you and point and be like, look, he's right there, right? And it's easier to communicate well, that. Well, that's essentially it's... what you're doing now. I, I, I've never been a fan of the old spotting system. That's why I played on hardcore servers, because you don't know when you're spotted, and you basically have this fucking triangle above your head telling people exactly where you are. Even to a degree that sometimes when you get behind cover that you can still see that that mark for a period of time. I never liked that because I don't know when I'm marked. So I, I have no idea about it. 
like certainly I'm not asking to be for it to be known when I've been seen because you wouldn't know that in real life either. But I like I like the new system because it's more like what you said. You point he's over there and your friend might look and not see exactly what you saw, right? Because if I point at something, how many times have you pointed at something and somebody's like, where? And they're looking off in like random fucking directions. Like you're pointing right in front of them and they look behind them like idiots. Well, I mean, that's the problem I always had in PUBG. It's like, ah, 27, you know? I'm like, okay, well, 27 for me isn't 27 for you. What the fuck is going on? And you're dead. Exactly. (laughs) And I think Battlefield and uh, specifically Battlefield and uh, Rainbow Six Siege handle this. There's little, there's buttons you can press that put a virtual marker uh, wherever your crosshair was. I mean, you're going to run into problems where, like, you hit a tree and it doesn't, you know, exactly point. You need to be able to update that marker quicker. You need to be able to spam it a little bit more. Uh, I I think um, there you can spam it in Rainbow Six and people don't really take advantage of it. You need to you yeah. need to be able to spam it and you just need to have a system where if I mute somebody, I don't see their markers anymore. That way, if somebody's being a spamming asshole in a match, I can just fucking mute them. I don't see their markers anymore. It doesn't matter that they're spamming. Yeah. Because I, I like that kind of system. Not oh. enough games have that kind of system. I always thought PUBG needed to have a system like that where you hit like a button and it throws a digital marker where your crosshairs are at and your friends can see it based off their position. It's just because, tougher to actually get it accurate because like, if you think of someone like really far away and they're like on the top of a hill and they're really small... And you can't get your crosshair exactly on them, and you hit the spot button. It could end up a hundred yards in front yeah. or behind, or you know something. Yeah, I mean, it should certainly gravitate towards a target a little bit more. You know, like there should be a bubble around you where it's a thing. Well, and I don't they... think this change is going to be too significant. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, plus, I mean, anyone who takes this game super serial turns their fucking graphic settings down anyway, so they're probably not even seeing that haze that they're talking about. Because that's what they're talking about, basically, is making the haze, um, what is it, more or less? Clearer separation between the background and the foreground is necessary to help with this distance haze is being added to let character models stand out better. Yeah, so what that means is there's going to be distance haze. So the further out, some, the further out on the map, there's going to be like a little hazy fogginess to it and the players won't be like you'll be able to see them against that haze well depending on how far away it is it might pretty rough it might just be a buff to recon which they actually need because even if you do see them at that range um they're pretty hard to hit and even if you hit them they're not gonna die so this next change is pretty good though i like this one less waiting more killing Less waiting, more killing. Bleed out times. Bet up. That was really a problem when you wanted to bleed out. You had to just sit there for quite a bit holding the button down. They're also making yeah. a revive icon like polish so squad mates can see it better. I don't well, know they need to pop- fix it because well, I don't know if it's a fix or if it's... An, they need to at least explain what's going on with the revive well, they system. Gave, they gave us an old version of the game, so I don't even know if it was fixed or not. Like if it was just a bug, but I think people are just still not going to pick people up because people are selfish and picking somebody up makes you get puts you in danger well i mean the problem is you don't know if you can be revived or not you know there are definitely situations i'm sure you've seen it where you got a teammate laying on the ground and you can't help them but they don't know that you know they're sitting there calling out to you delaying their bleed out time yeah that's a bug 
Alright, and then this last thing, time to kill and time to death stats are being optimized too. Using kill data from the open beta, DICE has seen which weapons are statistically overpowered. So also changes will be made so the time it takes to kill up opponents and the time that players remain alive feels better. I I mean, what do you mean feels better? To who? Well, I like higher being time, alive. I like shorter times to kill. It doesn't say shorter situation. time to kill, though. So I don't know which way they're going to go. Changes will be made to the time it takes to kill opponents. Yeah. Longer or shorter. Well, and yeah, they just say true, it's right? going to... The time that players remain alive feels better. This, the problem I have with this is they only had four guns per class. What the fuck? Like, What? Uh, well, yeah, but the All thing right. is, is like, here's what I think they're trying to do. If they don't put more weapons in the game, which would be a huge disappointment, you could buy the same gun multiple times, right? So if there's a gun you really like, you buy it once and pick one talent tree. This is the one that's good for running gun. And then there's another, you pick, you buy the gun again, you pick the other talent tree. This one's good for sitting still and just camping out. That's fucking stupid. I think you just mm. be able, just like other Battlefield games, you change the attachments if you want different shit. One gun, different attachments. Well, you know, at least they're doing the important things and focusing on the profanity filter, too, and making that better. That's super important. Now, Ken, what's better <laughs> for them? <laughs> profanity filter. we got to work on the profanity filter. Just fucking, fucking have an option to turn it Grow off. Grow the fuck up. Off and on. That's all you need. It's a game where you're fucking murdering people, and it's you're like, dude, no profanity. a Nazi. You play <laughs> as a Nazi and kill black people in this game. Okay? And women. And I women. Mean, and, and, you know, white males, too. But And Chinese people. <laughs> Chinese women. It, it's so fucking ridiculous. Like, people are so stupid. God, profanity filters have always pissed me off. You got companies like Blizzard who are like, oh, there's a profanity filter, but we're still going to hit you up if you cuss and use the profanity. What the fuck? Can we just grow up as people and be fucking adults? All right? If you don't like profanity, fuck you. How about that? Like, comment. <gasps> <laughs> so, th yeah, that's that's pretty much everything that's been going on with Battlefield Five. The Some changes are good. Some changes not so good. Some unknown. Some are just really vague. Time to kill is going to feel better. I think it feels too long, so does better mean they're going to die faster? Or are they going to appeal to the casuals? I mean, I'm a casual when it comes to Battlefield 5, but I mean people coming from Fortnite, PUBG. Well, hey, this has a BR mode. Let's give that Seems a shot. Seems like they're going to nerf them. Like, this is the actual EA. Uh, you can follow the link at the bottom of that page, but IGN's fucking terrible, apparently, because on the actual blog, they talk about... Um, they specifically say some weapon types are pretty much exactly where we like them, but others stand out in their power. So what th that translates to they're going to nerf some guns. Great. If they nerf my semi-auto sniper, I'll be pissed. I don't see any reason for that to be any weaker. Two or three shots, depending on where you hit them, only has five bullets pass. per mag. That's Their good. net code's always usually fine. The biggest problem well, they is... They said how fast, uh, how fast it feels to be killed on the battlefield. We've looked at the open beta's net code telemetry and latency. There are some fixes still to be made here, and we'll do a full net code pass and look at aspects such as your enemy's bullets. I mean, I don't have any problem with 
any of their server stuff. I mean, Maybe I know it's a beta, but the earlier games were fine. They know how to fucking make a server that supports 64 people. And, like, explain to people like they didn't know about how hitboxes and lag works. <laughs> <laughs> Favor the shooter. Oh, God. We made that up. We invented it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me if I kill someone on my screen that... They should be dead. Stuff they didn't even talk about in the IGN article. More vehicle types coming. Uh. Is this all the... Come on, man. They keep saying... Okay, so they say in the open beta, players got to pilot the medium tanks and heavy tanks in their grand operations and conquest. If you thought the selection was slim, don't worry. The full game will feature many more exciting... Yeah, we know, because you only gave us a sliver of the fucking game, assholes. Why don't you put the whole thing out there so people can get an experience of it? They didn't say anything about how many vehicles. I don't give a shit the variety that people get to choose from. I give a shit about how many you're allowed to get per round. They're going to have tiger tanks and shit. God damn it. They said you'll be able to target different parts of the tank, so hey, that's moving in the right direction. Still not good enough. How about if I put one fucking stick of dynamite? If I manage to run straight up on a tank and throw some dynamite on the treads, that's enough. Just, just if you want to, if you want to make an easy living, just go write for like a fucking gaming journalist. Just go be a gaming journalist. You don't have to fucking play video games anymore. You just do journalism. This is like this big fucking thing where gaming journalists on websites these days don't even play games. They're like fucking fresh out of journalism fucking school or whatever they, their college degree in journalism, and they're just fucking going to game development play, uh, companies because it's so easy to get jobs in these. They, they didn't even write about this extended some systemic vehicle damage coming. They didn't even write about this in that article. Systemic damage has existed in some form since Battlefield 3, and you saw some, but not all of the system in the Battlefield 5 open beta. If you're unfamiliar with the concept, the idea is that you don't have to completely destroy a vehicle to defend the, against them. You can take out parts of them. The open beta features systemic damage on the vehicle tracks, but it wasn't implemented for turrets and engines. One thing we didn't like with partially destroyed tanks in previous titles was that although the tank pilot could survive, he or she were sort of stranded, unable to move or shoot back. In Battlefield 5, you'll feel less dead in the water in these types of situations. If, for instance, your left track is damaged, you won't be completely disabled, but you'll limp along. Overall, we wanted the systemic damage states to give players meaningful tactical choices. If an infantry player is going up against a tank, might, for example, a tank might, for example, want to attack the turret first. That's cool. I didn't know you could attack turrets and dis- and disable them. You couldn't in the beta. <clears throat> I know you couldn't in the beta, but I mean that's cool that they talked about it in this fucking article. Better spotting for pilots. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> get, get well, I don't know how that's gonna pan out. I mean, it's I I I know, probably. but I didn't fucking die once to an airplane as infantry in yeah. Battlefield Five. And so that was good. But yeah. they're already talking about changing that but we i don't know i don't that fighter planes weren't as agile as well, I, I don't know if that's because we couldn't be spotted or if um well, saying right here just we, because they couldn't shoot that because i mean there's stuff that happened in battlefield 5 that never happened in battlefield 1 battlefield 1 a plane could like fly directly at the fucking ground shooting cannons right and they just pull up at the very end but in yeah, Battlefield that's what Five, talking about here. <laughs> in Battlefield said, we 5, saw though, concerns that fighter planes weren't as agile expected, and that they couldn't engage with ground targets as easy as before. Like, are they gonna? So they're well, saying how bad is it gonna be? Not yet where we want them to be, so we'll keep adjusting them. No, leave them where they're at. They shouldn't be able to just dive at the fucking ground and blow people out of the way. Like planes, you want to kill people on the ground? Get in a goddamn bomber. 
Okay? The other planes are meant to fucking take out bombers and other planes. This shit where people get into fighter planes and attack people on the ground is fucking dumb. That's movie nonsense. Never in fucking World War II were people fucking shooting at people on the ground with their fucking guns in a plane. I mean, it's you can, but it's more can, like but it's not it's reliable. suppressing fire. It keeps the other yeah, team running. Exactly. It's not supposed to like, oh, I'm hiding behind a rock and all of a sudden this fucking airplane's coming directly at me. <clears throat> Fuck that. Like you have an option as as a, as, a, as somebody that's doing like deploying of war forces. You have two options. You can you can deploy a a, a fighter pilot and say, hey. I want you to strafe this fucking trench that they got and put all your bullets in there. Now, he's got to fly this plane and be super accurate and try to land those bullets in the trench while risking small arms fire and heavy machine gun fire up at him at the same time because back then, planes were made out of fucking light-ass aluminum. They're still made out of aluminum. Well, especially <laughs> these. Like, these planes couldn't last with getting a couple hits. They're not fighter jets to just scream by and you barely get a chance to even see them. Like, flak cannons... Uh, even like a heavy machine gun that somebody might have would just destroy an airplane in a couple seconds because you get a couple shots through the fuselage, you're, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be continuing to do your strafes. You're gonna RT fucking B, and you could shoot a pilot out of a plane easily. They weren't. It wasn't like armor. Like you shoot at a plane in battlefield, and it's like tat, 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 tat. hey, look, I hit the plane, and the pilot's like, I'm fine. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. Those bullets go through, penetrate him, and kill him. That's how it's supposed to happen. But they don't do that because that would be too easy. So instead, they have to make a decision on not allowing them to do that because in a real war situation, you wouldn't allow, you wouldn't have your fighters strafing. You'd send in bombers that could be at higher altitudes. They could drop fucking bombs in those fucking trenches, and it doesn't matter if you don't hit the trench directly because it's going to be a fucking bomb. Yeah, it's like. But I mean, that's because people don't want to play. They they bitch about realism when it comes to you know women soldiers with bionic arms. But then at the same time, they just want to hop in an airplane, do nothing but hop in an airplane and run fucking 70 and two for the match. Yeah. And be like, I'm the best. I mean, I see it all the time in Battlefield One because it tells you everyone's rank up to rank 50 for every class. And there's people that just rank 50 pilots, but they're only level 90 something out of 150. Put that in perspective. I'm, I'm level 92 out of 150 in Battlefield One. I'm mm. a level 50 scout. Level zero tank, level zero pilot, and about level 12 to 15 of the other three infantry classes. And that's with over 220 hours playtime. So this is these people that are level 90-something or lower, like rank 50 pilot, that's all they do for the most part. Yeah. It's like, why? if that's all you want to do, why even play in Battlefield? It's such a small part of the game. I mean, is it all about getting that score? If it's not so, fun? Like I, can, I can understand, oh, there's a fucking guy in an airplane and he's giving us trouble. I'm going to jump in an airplane and take him down. But just spending the entire match in an airplane, these, these kind of people that... God, it really fucking irks me. These kind of people that sit there on the spawn screen waiting for the airplane to spawn. Yeah. Just clicking it as fast as they can. Like this, I remember, it just takes me back to Battlefield 4 where I saw this guy streaming on Twitch and all he's like got a stick and all this shit. He's wearing like gloves and shit and he's just sitting there waiting for the helicopter. And he's like, he's played the helicopter so much that he's got all these dumb little things where he like lands on people to kill them and stupid shit like that. And it's just fucking lame, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. I'm an expert fucking helicopter pilot. Yeah, that didn't exist in Battlefield. 
You know what you can't do in real life? You can't land on people and kill them in a goddamn helicopter. Okay? Can't do that. Also, I mean, you could, uh, but you know I mean, how many fucking bullets landing you're on have? a deaf person? An Apache helicopter, okay, is designed to do a sortie run. They're designed to go out in the f to to fuel up. They're they're called into a situation. They're designed to get up and go quickly, get to the location, hit them with some Hellfire missiles, spray them with some fucking rounds, and go. They're not meant to be on the battlefield for hours, just flying around with infinite fucking ammo. That's what I'd like to see is the requirement to return to fucking base to fuel up and weapon up in a goddamn vehicle. That's what I'd like to see. Your tank goes out with, instead of infinite fucking tank rounds that you can just keep shooting at, maybe then people will be more, you know, more precise with their attacks instead of just shelling a building for like 15 fucking minutes. Like how many times you sit in a building and it's just bam, bam, bam. And it's just over and over. Like how many fucking shells does this guy have? Give him a certain. You want to you want to focus on ammo in this fucking game? How about you give ammo to the fucking vehicles and require them to go back to base and get more ammo, or a fucking engineer can come over with a specific upgrade that only allows vehicle weapons to refuel. Jesus Christ! Yeah, there's way better solutions, but again, this I don't know if it's the developer or the community, but it's always the community. <laughs> fucking, I just want to play cheesy. I just want to be the cheesy exactly. asshole who exactly. uses vehicles the whole fucking time. Cheesy, cheesy. I don't want a challenge. I want to punch babies. <laughs> that's what they want. Not me. That's but, I mean, I that's also one of the good things about Battlefield. It's like if I want to go in there and just snipe because I like sniping, or if I just want to play infantry because I don't like vehicles, I, like it doesn't really matter if you win or lose because it's just fun to play. You can ignore chat. People don't bitch that much. If they do, you can ignore them. And you don't get fucking reported for being toxic. Picking the wrong class. Overwatch. <coughs> yeah. Sorry, I coughed in the middle of that. Not sure if you heard what I said. <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> so yeah, it's got potential. It's probably going to be a rusty start, just like every battlefield is. And eventually it'll turn into a pretty good game. Yeah. And we also tried uh, Black Ops 4, the Blackout oh, beta. Um, needs some work, but already the best BR game out there. Oh, absolutely, 100%. I'm excited for it. I don't even really like battle... I don't necessarily like BR games. Like, one of the things I... So... I like Deathmatch, but the problem I have with Deathmatch games, and even like Battlefield, which is technically a Deathmatch, is, you know, you're fighting some guys ahead of you, and then some dude gets in a plane and flies past everybody and jumps out, and then he comes running up behind, and he thinks, I don't know what's going through his fucking mind. Like, he's going to be the hero and kill everybody? Is that really what he thinks? He's going to kill everybody. He gets in there, and he's just surrounded by enemies. He maybe kills one or two guys. And it's more effective than you might think because annoying. no one fucking turns around. Well, he ends <laughs> up dying eventually and doesn't really achieve anything because it's not, you know, it's this mentality that just doesn't work. It's one of the reasons why I don't play a lot of deathmatch games in Call of Duty. I was never drawn to Call of Duty because I don't like just existing on a map and having to worry about 360 degrees of direction at all times. Like, hey, there's a guy I just killed. He spawned to my back left and I don't know that he spawned there and now he's killing me because he spawned behind me. That's, 
I, I don't see any skill in that. I don't see any skill in that whatsoever. I, I can understand the, the monotony of it, like how it's just it's just fun to just go around killing people. Absolutely, I get that. You know, but I like objectives. I like games like Overwatch where there's an objective. There's a clear battle line drawn. Well, that's why I like playing, uh, if I do play Call of Duty, which I don't play very often. Uh, I really like Modern Warfare, the first one, and I played Ghosts, but other than that, I haven't really played any. Mostly because they don't ever fucking go on sale. Black Ops 2 is still 60 bucks, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Right. And that's something but, we have to talk about with, with this BR game. Well, hold on. Let me finish this thought real quick, because you were talking about objectives. Uh, Domination is a really good mode. It's like a small version of Conquest and uh, Call of Duty. It's like the second most popular game mode yeah. after Team Deathmatch. Yeah, I mean, and there's three points. And... Added things, but... I was just, so at you know, least when... it, it gives, you know, where people are running towards. It gives everyone kind when... of direction instead I've of just, just running around aimlessly. I've never done the Call of Duty thing. I was never into it. And that's, you know, when it first came out, it was Deathmatch. And I understand they've added stuff. But I've never been driven to go play a Call of Duty bro with, with the bros, you know. Uh, it gets a bad I, rap, but I mean, they're pretty flanking. good games. I understand that flanking's a thing. Flying in a plane behind 15 people is not flanking. Flanking is moving around to the side and giving with a with a large enough force to where the enemy team now has to focus on two fronts. That's the point of flanking. Now, in Overwatch, that does mean one person because it's a 6v6 situation. So you're not going to be able to take a large portion of people to another flank, and it, it, it does the job because... You have characters with abilities who can get out of danger if they start getting killed. So they're they're achieving the job of flanking. In Battlefield, one person doesn't work. <laughs> you might get one or two kills and annoy somebody, but you're effectively just... Typically, it's you kill one person, and then they kill one person, and then they die. So it's just a fucking trade. And then that person respawns right back in the same place you were. And, this and guy you did, lost an airplane. And this guy lost an airplane. He spawns farther away. So he wasted travel time, and it's stupid. BR games remove that concept because BR games do something that video games have always needed, and that's, you know, in most video games you have concepts like 6v6, and it's, you know, uh, survival. So as soon as you die, you're done. You can't get back up. That's fun. That's fun in Overwatch. It's one of the funnest modes in Overwatch is when, you know, you're, you're doing like a 2v2 or 3v3, and when you die, you're done. You can't get back up. Now, of course, Overwatch has all these abilities and shit that makes things, there's a balance problem there. But in Battlefield, you die quickly. So you take a game like Battlefield and put that in a BR situation. Suddenly, you're way more careful with how you move. Now, you might see people who stream and they just run out in the open and they, you know, they die a lot. And yeah, it does, it does make people want to bunker down and shit, but that's realistic. In, a, in an actual war scenario, people are going to bunker down because they don't want to die. Yeah, nothing makes me more satisfied than sniping someone from cover that they, you know, and then they're just like, eh, camper? Like, yeah, I'm a fucking sniper. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, not only not only that, but you're dead and I'm alive. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you talking about? You just, basically, basically, you're just saying, I suck. That's what you're uh, I suck. They, they might as well just say that. I suck. And that would be true. Yeah. Uh, now, I, and that's what I like about BR games. Unfortunately, every fucking BR game has been some kind of shitty fucking, either some kind of stupid Fortnite gimmick where it's like, how do we compete against PUBG? Well, let's make it cartoony so kids buy it because that's the era we live in. You know? <laughs> Free to play and to build shit so you don't even have to be good yeah. at shooting. So, you know, Minecraft's popular, right? And then 
it with PUBG, it's like made by Koreans who can't even fucking figure out net code. Yeah. And side note, they're actually giving the Xbox One X version of PUBG a visual downgrade because the performance is such shit. <laughs> Believe that? And of course, on H1 the most powerful console. performance issues as well because it was being made by a fucking company who doesn't know what they're doing when it comes to that kind of shit. So we've just been waiting for a AAA developer to do something. Now, obviously, Battlefield has their own uh, battle royale called Firestorm. 64 player so you know it's pretty much what they've already been doing except you have one life to live now yeah and there are objectives that'll give you like gun upgrades and stuff yeah Found that that's out. cool that's cool I, I see i'm okay with adding things or changing things i don't i don't just want a triple a developer to make PUBG. i want a better version this is what i like but so far i haven't played battlefields because theirs isn't out but i have played you know call of duties and i'm not necessarily a fan of call of duty but Man, I love their BR game because they have drones in it. They have rocket launchers in it. They have crazy cool shit like Fortnite does, but they don't have stupid little building shit where, I mean, just take building out of Fortnite and I won't hate it as much. I just, I hate the fact that there's a guy out in the open. He's misplaced. Like he has, he has put himself in a bad position. I have cover. He does it. I start unloading on him. He just does a 360 and builds a fortress. It's stupid. It's yeah. so dumb. Now I have to go engage him in, in, like, what's the point? Now I have to go fucking engage him with a, so a shotgun or some shit. It's dumb. Well, and the unfortunate part is, is now that's trickling into other games. First you had, like, Overwatch with the high time to kill. And then you had uh, <laughs> Fortnite. And now in the new Call of Duty, you have, like, 50% more health or something. Time, time to kill has been raised. Time to kill has been raised in Battlefield Five. Yeah, and they need to get rid of the armor, and people have been. Well, I mean, people are people just bitch because, like you said, they just want to fucking do crazy shit and be the hero, and they end up dying. And like, I die too fast. It's like, yeah, like people make the argument that with a high time to kill, you get to react to getting shot if you're out of position, so it's better. It's like, but that's to me, bad. that's worse. If yeah, you're worse. out of position, you deserve to die. To that's why I fucking die so much. Yeah. <laughs> you did like well that's the yeah that's the thing like if you're if somebody catches you with your pants down they should have an advantage on you yeah you shouldn't be trying to actively work against that what's the fucking point you might as well just Sounds if that's like the case you might as well just propaganda. drop us in a fucking house against each other with no walls no cover and just we're just facing each other and it's a goddamn cowboy duel like what's the fucking point yeah i mean there's two there's i mean there's two solutions in that you can either Kind of do what I do because I don't really have the patience <laughs> to like learn positioning. Let me just put this in equivalency so people <laughs> out there with small brains can understand. Let's imagine you're playing a game like World of Warcraft. And even maybe you've never played World of Warcraft before. There's a class called the Rogue. The Rogue has a stealth ability that makes them invisible until they get too close to you from the front. Okay, but that doesn't matter because most of the time rogues get the jump on you. And that's the whole point of stealth is that they get the jump on you. Now imagine you're playing a rogue and your your whole base your whole class is based around stealth and you wear leather and you you know you can you have less health than a warrior for example I'm going back to vanilla here just for basics we're not talking about all the stupid changes blizzards made vanilla rogue you have less health than a warrior for example but you can get the jump on him with stealth he doesn't know you're there so you get a surprise attack on him and he's not ready for it so he might make some panicky decisions now let's imagine in that same fucking scenario, you open up on him, and as soon as you attack him, you get stunned for five seconds so he can react. How fucking stupid is that? 
Yeah, that's pretty fucking, fucking stupid. stupid. Okay, it applies here as well. If you're out in a field and you didn't check your corner, you didn't like make sure that you're in the open. You didn't, you know, you're you're taking a chance by running across a field and somebody starts shooting at you. What are you talking about? You should fucking have a chance to react. Yeah, and I mean that's part of the risk. Like usually, you know. There, there's two strategies. If you want to get from point A to point B, you can circle around slowly and hope that you don't come across someone, or maybe you will get the jump on someone, or you could try to minimize the time that you're out in the open and just fucking sprint from point A to point B. One's riskier and faster, and one's slower and safer, but you shouldn't be able to yeah. pick the riskier thing and be like, oh, okay. But what I was saying is that, there, I mean, there's really two ways to, to deal with something like that with a low time to kill. Either you get good, which by, I mean, you know, you just kind of push through it with raw skill and hope that the person shooting you can't shoot as well as you can and spin and try to kill them before they kill you. Yeah. Or you'd be smarter about it. Now, I'm listen, really bad I'm with not... positioning and remembering maps and stuff, so most of the time I end up just relying on the fact that I'm better listen, than most if people. You're, <laughs> if you're out in the middle of a field and there's a guy on a fucking building and he's behind cover and you didn't see him and he starts shooting at you and every hit and you're zigzagging uh, and every hit is connecting, he's better than you. He's hitting his shots. He yeah. deserves to kill you. It's not like some rando is just spraying and getting lucky. That's not what's happening. He's making his shots count. He's aiming ahead of you, and he's hitting you, and he's adjusting properly and shit like that. He deserves to do the damage to you because he's capable. Okay? You fucked up, my dude. The guy that was sitting on the roof wasn't some pleb that can't make his shots count. You fucked up. I've but I've ran out in the open before and had somebody shoot at me and miss almost every shot and I survived because of it and killed him. And he suffered because he wasn't capable of taking the shots and should have known that his skill was inadequate and waited and closed distance in on me. Instead, he took the chance and I knew of his location. But I've had people, I've been out in the open and they just put me down in a couple hits. Those guys deserved it. Yeah, and that's pretty much my only problem with the Black Ops 4 beta, is there are times when, like, I see someone running around a house, he doesn't see me, I move up a little bit, but my gun has good range, and I hit the guy, like, seven times, and they don't fucking die. And then they well, spin around and have a fucking sniper and shoot The time to kill is an issue. There's three levels of armor, which is just stupid. Which they aren't changing, but um, they're not changing it in the right way. Rare. Yeah, well, I mean... That could Which still is not change. The right way, absolutely. But yeah, all that means is that the people that actually find that level three armor that reduces fucking bullet damage by like sixty five percent are going to be the ones that make it to the end. Just don't have armor, because the other solution is everybody gets the same armor. It's just one type of armor, and then it's all over the place. In which case, I would just say don't fucking have armor. Just don't have armor. Stop with the armor in PUBG games, in battle royale games. Stop. Stop with the armor. Okay. Yeah. Fortnite doesn't do it. You don't need it. Stop. Well, they do shields. They do shields. I guess that's technically armor. Just stop with the armor, okay? Guns and equipment. Like they, Call of Duty has so many things right. Just take out the armor, please. Jesus Christ. I mean, look, you want to do armor the right way. Um, you ever see, like, even in the movies, the movies don't even exaggerate this so much. When someone gets shot in the chest in a movie and they have body armor on, they aren't just fine. It still feels like you got shot, right? Like, it fucking hurts like hell. So, armor should be good for, like, moving from position to position under fire. You might survive. But in a firefight, if you get shot and you're wearing armor, it should, like, do something. Completely fuck up your aim, your vision. Something. But it doesn't. And, that I mean, that's also another thing about... 
I don't know if this is just Call of Duty in general or if it's just uh, this beta that we played, but there's like no hit reaction. Like when you shoot someone in Battlefield, yeah. it feels juicy, you know? Here it's it's not. It just it doesn't even it's hard to tell if you're even shooting someone. And well, Battlefield has the same problem. <clears throat> you hit somebody and it doesn't seem like they slow down at all. Well, I mean, I'm just from a visual standpoint, you know? Like, yeah, they can still get shot three times and then be I fine. I don't think we're going to get the perfect game, unfortunately. No, I mean, we're not. But Call of Duty has the hit markers, and for some reason those hit markers are, like, way too distracting. Like, I didn't They're really way seem, too big, yeah. I didn't they seem to have a problem in uh, earlier Call of Duty games, but this one, it's like, especially at range... Like, yeah, you could tell that you hit someone, but then I can't see where they're moving to. If they're taking cover, i got to wait for that hit marker to go away. So I just turned them off. And once you turn them off and that you don't have that giant yes. hit marker covering the person when you hit them, it's really hard to tell if you're actually hitting them or not. Yeah, Blood no. only spurts out, like, you know, one out of four times. It's crazy. It's almost like they could just do a sound cue. That's what have, they should do. Keep needs, the hit marker sound. Option. It needs to be an option. <clears throat> it needs to be because there are people that have hearing problems and shit. Whatever, I don't know why they play a pub a battle royale game where sound is important. I don't know how many times I, I got jumps on people because I could hear them sprinting around, but like all they need to do is make it to where you can change the opacity on that as much as you want. All the way instead of turn on and off, it needs to be an opacity meter that goes from one hundred percent to zero You can turn it down to like all I need is a little ghost fleck of like twenty percent opacity and I'll be able to And I mean I don't even have a problem with it in Battlefield, so I don't know what it is about well, this in Battlefield, game. you can change the color of it. You can, uh, you well, can change yeah, the opacity but I, of it. I change I the color. I don't change the opacity. is pretty low. I think they already have, like, by default, low opacity on it. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, it really bothered me. In but Black I, I really like this game. It felt really fun. I love the speed of it. I like the speed of it. I don't like the yeah. slowness of PUBG. I don't like the... I like the speed of Fortnite. I don't like the slowness of PUBG. This one's got, like, double the speed of Fortnite. I like that there's a glider you can reopen whenever you fucking want. Yeah, I still if, haven't figured out how to do that. <laughs> well, we didn't get to play it that much. I like that there's fucking That's drones my internet in the went game. Out. I like that there's different types of grenades. Like, the flash grenade works really fucking well. And you can tell when somebody's flashed, they got their fucking hand up in their face, you know? Like, it's not like a, was he flashed? I don't know. He was just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I it, mean, most flash grenades, it's like you get a quick flash and then your vision almost immediately starts coming back. And once you're used to it, you can kind of, you know, filter out the bullshit and still this kind one of also see, just keep this one's like a good five through. seconds of like what you the last thing you saw is frozen on your screen. Oh, yeah. It looks really good, too. Like when I flashed myself, the last thing I did in that game was flash myself and lose a 2v2, <laughs> a 2v1. And uh, you can't see shit. You can't see shit. I thought it would throw farther, but it doesn't. It like throws in the air and then starts popping. And I stepped into it like it was going off pow, 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 and I just stepped to the side of it. I wasn't even like right on top of it. And then I like stepped into the bubble effect and I it was just over from there. It's just like every time it would pop, my screen would freeze in a different type of like light and some shit that I could see. I could I could even see the guy in the bottom right corner of my screen. It looked like he was standing in front of me, but it was the bottom right corner of my like it. He was probably in front of me, but it was like all the way in the bottom right corner of my screen, and I could see him as I started to die. <laughs> like, but I couldn't see him enough to aim at him or anything like that because the rest of my screen was flashing and shit. And it was really good, and I've used the flash on people and seen them put their hands up in the in in their face, and I've killed them from it, and it's great. And they have all these other types of grenades and shit. They have these like stems that you can take that increase your healing and shit. Yeah, they have a pretty it's cool. Oh, really uh, good. They have a recon like 
remote control car, which I mean, yeah. <laughs> sounds cool, but you're also that. just your your actual character is just fucking vulnerable shit. Same problem right, I have with. Can you uh, imagine that in the final circle, and you're in a house, and the other guy's in a house, and you get this little drone bomb car? <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna be so fucking great, man. I love stuff like that. I, I I wouldn't call it a gimmick. It's more like, I mean, it's technically a gimmick. It, it's their version of building shit by having some cool stuff in there. I like that there's rocket launchers in the game. Well, I mean, it's I'm stuff that, that it's not the gimmick like Fortnite's building is the gimmick. Fortnite has all these yeah. gadgets and shit too. That's true. And, and, and the gadget parts of Fortnite is the the gadget port part of Fortnite is what's fun in that game. I think it's really kind of cool. I don't like the cartooniness of it. This another thing that I love about Black Ops Four here is that it looks good. The only problem with this game is. It's probably going to be a $60 BR game, which... Well, it comes with all those other modes, that's too. That's not good, though. Yeah, but that's not good. Like you, I feel like they need to separate the BR mode and do a free-to-play system with cosmetics. That's If they want to compete against Fortnite... Well, that's the thing. They don't need to compete against to Fortnite. This is fucking Call of Duty. It's well, like one of the true. biggest franchises of right. all time, so... You're right about that. You want the but good want, shit, you pay for the good shit. This is, this is less of me worrying about them competing and more of me wanting Fortnite to die. <laughs> I want this game to become the the game. Uh, because that would be I, nice. Because I'm fucking tired of be, hearing about Fortnite and shit. I want to be able to stream this game and not fucking Fortnite. But everybody that's played it, streamers included, fucking love it. The game was polished. I didn't see any kind of. And you know, the biggest thing for me was I shot at a guy and he fucking took damage. It wasn't some shit where I shot an entire clip at a dude or magazine and no damage happened. It was great. And you know, I. We came into that game. We won our first game. I felt like a god in that game, man. Like, <laughs> I came in and like, Jesus Christ, people would come through windows. And, you know, I'm really good at positioning and knowing that, like, I'm not the best at aiming. I'm better at positioning. But, God, like, you would run up a fucking... I remember there was a segment where we went into a building and there was a guy across from us. And he came to the building and shot him through the window. Then his teammate comes around and I just switch to the shotgun and two-tap his ass. And he goes down fucking heal up i love the healing system in the game it's quick it's efficient uh you got different types you can have you never start for gear either yeah you never start for gear you go in and get a gun immediately and it's not like some shitty pistol now granted it does take some and i'll i'll get on the time to kill in a second after i go through this and then we run up the hill after that and the circle's closing in and there's two guys to the right and they see you and i'm standing behind you purposefully because I, I don't want to move up that quickly yet. Like, You're hey, going up the he hill. might die. He might take out one of them and then die. But either way, <laughs> I'm back here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I got this tree cover, and you say you spot these guys, and they take you down. And I just move to the right and take down his team. I missed so many shots on his teammate, but his teammate's bad too. And I take him down. These guys were fucking terrible, by the way. They must have like <laughs> team shot you. Because I shoot, this, I shoot my entire magazine at this guy and miss like half the shots because of the way he's moving. And it was just one of those moments where the whole game I had been on point tracking people really well. And I just had that one encounter where I, my tracking was completely off and he was going one way, I was going the other way. And then his teammate does this weird thing with a shotgun where he pushes up on me and I'm trying to get a heal off. I, I get the heal barely, like just one heal. I switch to my shotgun and he moves up on me and I just blast him once. But he he hits me once and then he does this weird thing where like, I don't know, man. I guess it was just he was excited to play a video game because he jumped <laughs> past me and then turns his back to me sprinting away in a zigzag pattern. And then he turns around to shoot me and I just blast him and he dies. And that shotgun, that was a pump shotgun, by the way. 
and god it felt good it wasn't a one-shot kill it was like a two tap i'm sure if there was armor involved it was probably more something i don't know maybe they were wearing armor it just it all felt really good and the time when it comes to the time to kill i all i have to say is like aside from the armor because i know the armor is going to add like a lot of fucking like i i don't know how many people with tier three armor we ran into i didn't find it once (laughs) so i've seen what it looks like it looks like ballistic type shit ballistic helmet ballistic vest type shit like i don't know how much that's going to change but i can say that i did notice the time to kill was different on guns based off the caliber of bullets specifically and that's great because PUBG did that stupid shit where it's like it's the same caliber of bullet, but it does left da- less damage. Well, that's not how that works. Yeah. I, most of the time, I had nine millimeter weapons like uh, SMGs and shit, and they did pretty good. They killed people. It take about almost an entire magazine to kill people, but the time to kill was maybe like a second and a half. Oh man, that fucking seconds. the only light machine gun that was in the game was that Titan. That thing is a fucking beast, man. There were yeah, people man. who would like Wait. shoot me as I'm running behind cover, and I just sit there heal. And behind cover, and then I'm like, where are they? And I poke out, I see where they're shooting from. Like, it's a fucking laser beam. Yeah, man. When you get, and there's not a ton of bullet drop, which is great. It's not like some, like, PUBG does arbitrary bullet drop that doesn't exist. Like, bullet drop starts happening after like 200, 300 meters, man. Not like, like, sniper rifles are the only time you're going to really have to worry about bullet drop unless you're trying to shoot somebody with a, a machine gun from that range you know like i'm mo- most encounters a machine gun what am i 15 <laughs> most encounters fully automatic fully assault automatic machine gun assault machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> most encounters with an assault rifle is going to be it's supposed to be medium short to medium range in a long range engagement you effectively want a sniper rifle or to disengage sniper rifles are really the only thing you should be feeling bullet drop on and it shouldn't be super significant unless you're shooting like 700 800 meters you know that's that's really 600 to 900 meters is like where bullet drop should really be a thing you have to worry about and this game i never felt like i needed to like aim high or something well, like you that. also never got a sniper rifle i got it once i found but one sniper off a dead that's body what, and died that's 10 seconds later you don't need sniper rifles in this game you move so fast i feel like snipers are weaker in this game and that's good because battle royale games tend to suffer a little bit from sniper rifle like dick jerking. You know, it's like you're out yeah. in the field and there's a guy a 900 <clears throat> meters away just popping at you with a car 98. That's like typical shit. And I'm I'm glad that it's more close range to medium range encounters because that's fun. It's like taking a death match and putting it on a big map and then saying you get one life to live. Better fucking play play smart. And I did notice that when I pick up a weapon, just like you said with the the machine gun, the, the heavy machine gun, it's like when I got a seven, when I got a, a five five six weapon, it felt great. I killed people way faster, and the guns are kind of futuristic too. That's what's great about it. It's not like I just they got to change some of the inventory systems. Like if there's a better gun yeah, on the ground working. that I want, you got to go to your menu. You got to unequip all the attachments, drop the gun, pick up the new gun, add all the attachments back. Yeah, they need to work on that, obviously. And, and I mean, you know, that whole system, I mean, that's kind of what you would actually need to do in any other BR game or in real life, I guess. But there's got to be a way to do it faster. There's got to be a button for, like, strip weapon, you know? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's their first time doing a UI like that, so I'm giving them the benefit of a doubt there. Well, they said they're going to change uh-huh. it, so we'll see. But that comes out before Battlefield, so, you know, yeah, it's that's been... what we're playing. It's been uh, it's been a rough month or two. We're still in the middle of it, but that's why t- today's episode is entitled "Darkest Before the, the Dawn" way, because uh, those, this is the dark time. 
the dawn is coming we got fucking battlefield uh black ops resident evil what the fuck else are we gonna play we're doing it was a horror month horror month yeah so it's about to anthem get good. in february anthem maybe division february. two. Oh god man it's gonna be so good oh and then eventually destiny will go on sale for like five dollars for all this shit and we'll play that again. i just hope we don't have enough time to play it and we don't have to make that decision <laughs> i agree with you right because <laughs> right now you're in that drought where you're like man get... i could really go for destiny because right? yeah, that's, so much. that's how bad the drought is is with that uh destiny I really hope Anthem comes out and it's like, I'm never fucking touching Destiny again. Are you kidding me? Fuck that game. By the way, Battlefield 5, uh, their changes didn't really, to me, seem like something that warranted being pushed back to November, but whatever. That seems like little balance changes. Hey, if they fix the fucking visual bugs and all that shit. Oh, that was the one thing I wanted to talk about in Battlefield mm-hmm. 5 real quick. Um, with their netcode not being so bad in you know the final version of their games, what people were really bitching about was with the recon, or I guess anyone when you're trying to shoot long range, yeah. you would just kind of see people floating around at a distance. It's like once oh, they yeah, get a certain yeah, was, distance was, away, they just I still like think started that's cutting corners. They gave us a shittier version of the game. Yeah, so that's one of the things that they were going to fix too. Nintendo doesn't Nintendo understand don't. how clouds work. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo, don't ever let your subscriptions subs- uh, expire. <laughs> what is, like, what is this subscription, first of all? I don't even know what this is. Is this like a PlayStation Plus type thing that they're doing? No, it's just like for a, online play. So you and have to subscribe to play online like you do for Xbox. Yeah, or and they're claiming that it's because they they want to start competing with you know all these paid services and stuff. Well, they want money is what they want. Yeah, but that's, that's not what they that's, said. That's, <laughs> well, of course that's not what they said, but... I mean, it, it wouldn't it be nice to live in a world where Nintendo comes out and says, like, uh, we want money, so you got to pay for online play now. Here's a real question. Why would you play online on Nintendo? <laughs> Smash Brothers? I mean, that's probably the only reason. Fuck Smash Brothers. Yeah, well, yeah I'm right there with you. Fuck Smash Brothers. But apparently <laughs> it's like this whole thing. One of the worst fucking fighting games in existence. I said it. That's right. That's my opinion. Fuck you. I don't care. Yeah, no, it's like terrible. the first one was hey, fun. You want to play a fighting game where you knock people out of the fucking arena? Wow. Like a thousand times focus. and they just fucking triple jump right back in? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, no- oh, he gets knocked again. How much damage? Oh, he's off the screen, but he's okay. How much the damage? not the boundary. It's some arbitrary fucking thing way off the screen. <laughs> like... The thing I never got was like, how much damage do you have on you right now? Uh, five hundred and seventy percent. Like, you don't know how percentages work. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to increase five hundred seventy percent damage. What? <laughs> it's Fucking so stupid. Weird. So yeah. Anyway, we never actually got to the point of of that. So basically, uh, if you sign up for this cloud subscription service and your save games get put on the cloud and your subscription expires, all those save games are gone. The, the data, data is deleted. deleted. The cloud save data. Specifically yeah. the cloud save that data. That moment you realize that the cloud is just someone else's PC. Yeah. I don't, I, can't, I don't have room for all this. And this is an example of what's wrong with Nintendo. And people suck Nintendo's dick so fucking much. Oh, yeah. And then they and come out and say, we want to change companies. the paradigm. We want to. We don't like this game model. We're going to do you something like, different. And then it's the same shit. People dick when they sold cardboard to you. Now they're gonna you're gonna suck their dick over cloud saves. Is that what you're gonna do? I can't wait for people to justify this. Well, Nintendo, you really don't need that cloud data once you unsubscribe, man. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know, companies 
it's a standard for companies to give you cloud saves at no additional cost as it is right now. Okay, Steam gives it to you, no additional cost. This is just complete fucking corporate greed. And big surprise, the most greedy fucking corporations are always the ones that everybody heralds as the hero corporations. Google, Facebook, Twitter, Nintendo. They're always the greediest fucking companies. Meanwhile, everybody's like, EA's terrible. And they're over here actually trying to do shit for fucking player bases. Granted, they, they don't have any good communication services. Look, this is what it comes down to, especially with the loot box situation. Like, if a company comes out and they're like, hey, we're going to try this loot box thing, right? And everyone hates it and no one buys it. And they're like, hey, this is losing us money. They stop exactly. doing it. They stop but there doing. are enough people buying loot boxes that it's worth, you know, continuing that model. And so what's the problem? This fucking small minority that's bitching about you know, consumer rights and shit. It's like, no one is fucking forcing you to buy loot boxes. Yeah, and I don't even remember problem. the last time like, well, it that it was pay to win. that have gambling That's problems. not their problem. That's yeah, the well, person's so let's, problem. Let's, uh, let's nuke Las, Las Vegas, I guess, because that preys on people that have gambling problems. They have the option of <clears> going <throat> there and gambling. Also, yeah. we, have to, we have to ban dice because some people in certain areas of the country use it to gamble with. It's so fucking and dominoes. Yeah, we need to too. regulate cards. Sale of we gotta dice regulate and cards. It's so stupid. Like, you know what pisses me off? People constantly regurgitate. Well, it's a small vocal minority. Small, and then people just throw that shit out the window when it's their fucking idea. It's a small vocal vocal minority. Hey, I don't like loot boxes. Yeah, everybody agrees. I've heard actual YouTubers say that shit. Like, listen, I like the quartering. But he's 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 an anti loot box guy, and he's like most people don't like loot boxes. No, you're wrong. Most people do. You are in a vocal minority. It's always a vocal minority. Always look at the look at the election. Trump won the election, and the vocal minority was saying that it was not going to happen. It looked like Trump was a joke and not going to get elected. Where was the vocal minority being all loud about Trump? It wasn't because it was a majority. That's why he won. Okay. The majority is all, it's a silent majority, vocal minority, always and forever, because the people who are, don't like something are always in the minority. If you go play World of Warcraft and you don't like it, you're in a minority. Hey, we sit here all the time and say people don't like it. It's a minority of people. Most people playing World of Warcraft like taking a dick up the ass. Okay. They <laughs> love it. They play the game, and that's what they want. They love the grind. They want the grind. Look at people playing Destiny now. Look at all the people left in Destiny. All the people with complaints, the vocal minority left, and the people still there are the ones that love the grind. Right? <laughs> and Destiny's doing fine. Yeah. I mean, just, At first they were like, hey, we, we don't like that, you know, I'm all, the, all the roles are, are fixed. We want random roles. And then you fucking go to World of Warcraft, and it's like, well, it's too hard to get gear. It's too random with this Azerite shit. It's like, maybe you just don't like video games, you know? Yeah, and I'm not saying that it's good or bad in any degree. Like, obviously, it depends we, have, on the pro game, we but... have problems with Destiny, and we're passionate about it because we liked the game, and we wanted it to be something, and it, w it became something else. They pandered to a different audience, so we left. That's how it works. We didn't try to get the government involved to change <laughs> Destiny, Okay. Fuck off. How about that? That's what you do. If you don't like it, you can complain about it all you want. Complain to the developers. Tell it. Say they're idiots. I'll agree with you if I if I happen to have that opinion. But I'm I'm not. What the fuck are you talking about? Trying to get the government involved? You fucking stupid. Jesus Christ.
Yeah, and it never ends well. So game developers will start lobbying the fucking government. That's what we want. Yeah, we want you think EA Blizzard is out lobbying. there? Like, oh man, but we we really need those fucking people in Belgium buying our shit. What a what a what a. <laughs> What you a damper on our can, income. But you know they what don't. Blizzard you just don't get do? fucking loot boxes anymore. <laughs> you know what Blizzard will do? They'll go to a consulting agency to ha- figure out how to deal with it. And that consulting agency will say, well, this is what other corporations do. What you want to do is hire somebody that's going to go to the Belgian government and he's going to talk with uh, employ- with with government officials there. And you can, you know, you can bribe them with money to get them to, uh, you know, sway the vote in your favor. How do you bribe them with money? With campaign contributions. Say Blizzard will provide campaign contributions. Did I say to bribing? I meant lobbying. I meant lobbying. Legal it's not version. bribing. It's legal. lobbying. Legal. Legal, legal version legal. of lobbying. And congratulations, you just made game developers lobby the government. And now the government is like, now you have a complete opposite effect to where now the government is like allowing fucking paid loot boxes and shit like that, like all across the board. Like you just. Pay, you, you, listen, man, we live in a capitalist society. I know some of you kids out there don't believe in it, but it works. Okay. It's worked for hundreds of years. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Okay. You know why McDonald's is at the top of the fucking food chain, ironically? At the top of the fucking food chain. Okay. It, it, it's not a pun. They're at the top of the food chain in fast food because they did things people like. They made cheap menus that people could afford and they made food that tastes delicious. Uh, you know where's where's fucking White Castle, right? White Castle is so praised, but where is it? Why is it not successful? As successful as McDonald's? I honestly because don't know don't, because those things are fucking delicious. They're delicious, but people don't want them versus McDonald's. Uh, it's just it's just the way it is. People, you, you have to vote with your wallet. Well, there's okay? also if a I, lot of things that McDonald's does too. I don't want to get off on a giant tangent on fast food, but I mean they got the fucking Happy Meals and the characters and shit. Yeah, they're doing shit right. They're doing shit that people want. And marketing to kids properly. They're marketing to other people, like people that can't afford food. They do the dollar menu or for the longest time. Like these are these are all things that they did correctly because they want money, not because they're evil fucking people they want money that's the business the business for them is making money and they do that by selling yeah, food. like so they i know the people there's food. a lot of principled people out there you know if you don't eat mcdonald's that's fine no one's forcing you to eat mcdonald's but, but being like I, mcdonald's is unhealthy i you should start you know you should change your whole fucking business model around healthy food it's like yeah but no one wants a fucking 12 dollar cheeseburger so if that were the case if everyone if they were able to make the same amount of money and also like have healthier food that's what they'd be doing but you, yeah. you're not complaining about McDonald's at that point. You're complaining, you're complaining about, about the people, people. who buy yeah. McDonald's. And exactly. you're never going to change their fucking mind. Because it's they the either don't boxes. give a shit or they just fucking like how McDonald's tastes. It's so, the same with loot boxes. You don't have a problem with loot boxes. You have a problem with the people that buy loot boxes. Yeah, because if they didn't the buy the loot boxes, boxes so there wouldn't be loot boxes. You, you, The problem is you. You want the shit in Overwatch to be easily accessible. You don't want to have to buy loot boxes and random roll loot boxes. I feel you. Okay? But it ain't going to happen. Hey, so everyone loves instant do, gratification. You know, I, this, thing these, you can do is these are the things I want, them. and I don't want to have to work for them. I want all these skins now, <laughs> and uh, I don't want to have to play the game to get them or spend money to get them. Well, tough the best titties. thing you can do is move on and spend your money elsewhere. That's the best thing you can do. Literally, and that's the what best. we've done. If you have a problem with World of Warcraft right now and you want it to change, the best <laughs> thing you can oh, do is subscribe. Because that's the shit that tells companies shit. It, I've always told people: you think McDonald's is a problem? Stop eating there. It will go away. 
The government's not going to get rid of McDonald's. People will get rid of McDonald's. And Burger King used to be really popular. It's not so popular anymore. Okay? Look at In-N-Out, right? Everybody had this controversy over In-N-Out. It just drove up sales. That's all it did. Like, they don't, the politics. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. Absolutely. These sayings have existed for a long time because people smarter than you have lived and died before you and figured it out. You're not the hero. You're not here figuring it out. Okay. (laughs) There are other problems to solve. They've already solved those problems. You're trying to solve problems that have already been solved with stupid decisions. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's move. Let's move on. Fortnite. Some bullshit about divorce, right? Yeah. So they, they made this a big deal. It's not that big of a deal. It's not but, a big deal. People um, get divorced. Two, over 200 uh, divorce things in the UK were have been cited <laughs> as Fortnite being the cause. Whatever. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That, <laughs> Fortnite has nothing to do with it. I want to sh- show me the statistics. I'll show you the statistics. On fucking divorces for World of Warcraft. The problem is has nothing to do with the game. It's the it's, person that decided. Well, first of all, two hundred divorces. Wow, whoop de do. You know, it's, it's not a big small. number, but it's still it was still funny to me. But yeah, I mean, first of all, you're with the wrong person. I play a lot of fucking video games. So I got a wife yeah, you're that with supports the wrong me. Wrong person, absolutely. Hey, hey, and let me just say this real quick about the number thing that you mentioned. Every time there's a number like that, people only cite the number if it if it's befitting, and they'll cite percentages if it's befitting. If there's like if there's like a thousand people and a uh, hundred of those people get killed, they'll say 10%, 10%. They won't say a hundred out of a thousand. But if there's like millions of people playing Fortnite, <laughs> you know, and there's some of them got divorced, they'll say 200 instead of like 0.x. They don't even say the number in the title. It just says Fortnite keeps being brought up in divorces. <laughs> And then you had to yeah. click on it to see the number. And and it's me, 200. Be, they don't tell you. Help. They don't tell you how many divorces there were. That's 200 divorces out of how many? No one. And knows. that is that is absolutely seeker is right on that. It's not the game. It's the person. If you're with somebody who would leave you because you play a video game too much, you're with the wrong person. And also, I mean, if you've ever been in a relationship, you got to make some sacrifices, right? Like you got to make well, time. Well, sure. But at the same but... time, like. <laughs> My my wife wants me to be happy. Video games make me happy. So she well, it's, wants me to play so them because otherwise I'm a miserable piece of shit. So what you said about the sacrifices, certainly if you fall in love with somebody, sometimes you make sacrifices. I shouldn't, shouldn't even say sac- compromises. Compromises. You, you certainly make compromises because when you fall in love with somebody, it's not like you plan it. You don't go to a club and there's 100 women and you pick from 100. It's like one of those women will be interested in you and that's kind of what you get with, right? Because you build something off of that. But here's the thing. Like <laughs> when you meet somebody and you unless they're like totally lying about who they are, like that's who you're with. This idea that you're gonna change them or it's gonna be different later on is just ridiculous. Like if you if you hook up with a woman that wants to go like out all the time and she hooks up with you and you don't want to go out all the time, and you guys can't make compromises for each other to a, a some kind of equative degree. Uh, you either have to say, well, listen, I love this person enough to where I don't need them to go out with me all the time, or I don't need them to stay home with me all the time. Or you have to make compromises and be like, we go, we go back and forth. Then you just need to go. (laughs) You just need to leave that person because there's two things you can do with another person. This is, this is just kind of, uh, philosophical morals here. People are adults. You don't own them. Getting married to them doesn't mean you own them. So you can stay or you can fuck off. That's how it works with adults. Okay, yeah. I see too many people get married and they act like they own that person. 
and they just they act like I can't believe he's not doing what I said. I can't believe she's not doing what I said. Like, what? What? (laughs) I mean, I kind of, you know, I got lucky that my wife has a different work schedule, so I'm not really sacrificing time with her to play video games. You know, it's like when I get home from work, but I mean, like I take Sunday and Saturday off, you know, I cut into that time a little bit now for the podcast, but like she's working right now. And Monday I take off because she has off, but there's usually one day a week where she has off and I'm still streaming. And you know what happens? She cooks me dinner. It's well, a let's great wrap thing this we got up going. with the China Twitch <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, Twitch Fucking is blocked in China. I mean, it's only a matter of time. China blocks everything, man. <laughs> it's called communism. That's why you don't want it in the United States. I know people think it sounds great. Like, hey, everybody's taken care of and the government takes care of the poor people and the people that are homeless and everybody's equal and I don't have to go to work. I get a paycheck just for sitting home and playing video games until the money runs out. But another thing you have to deal with is the government just strong arming you and saying, oh, well, you know, that country like America that makes a lot of cool shit because they're not communist. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can't you can't do that anymore. Like they, they blocked World of Warcraft in China for the longest time until until World of they Warcraft, they blocked console forced. gaming forever. Blizzard, like that was just Blizzard the last three or four years where you can yeah. own a console. Blizzard was forced to go over and do art passes on the game because they're not allowed to show like bones protruding out of undead and shit like that. Uh, th- that's the kind of power that communism gives to a government. And people can say, "Well, it's not being done right. It's never been done right, and it'll never be done right because power, absolute power, corrupts." Man, you can't give that much power to people, and this is evidence of it. You know, Twitch is blocked in China. Why? Because people need to be protected. This is the concept. When you give the government the idea that they need to protect everybody, this is what happens. Ironically, they, Google is also blocked in China. So <laughs> how does that feel? Well, that's that's because <laughs> you can Google, uh, you know, Tiananmen Square. They don't want that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but still, like the, the way things are going and all these companies trying to censor and manipulate information so that more people see certain shit. And a lot of this is corruption. They themselves the are being government. blocked. The government doesn't <clears throat> get a piece of this pie and they don't like it. They're also competing with the United States, and they don't like the idea of Chinese dollars going to the United States in this way, because that's effectively what's happening. Now, if you if you don't know what I mean, like, look at every fucking game that name me one good game that comes out of China. One good game developer. Yeah, chirp, see, chirp. <laughs> you see, uh, all that China makes is those knockoffs. You know, when you think of something Chinese, it's like a fucking ad that you get on your phone, and it's got like a World of Warcraft fucking character on it. And it's some fucking game that some guy made in his basement, right? And they, they don't ab- abide by any kind of law on copyright and shit, so Blizzard can't do anything about it. And then you play it, and it's like this shitty fucking mobile game that wouldn't even pass for a mobile game. Like, nothing good comes out of communism, man. Look at Russia. There, there's documentaries on Russia where people, like, you know, they talk about how they have to go to, ju- they have to, go to work, but they don't even get paid because they have to keep up the charade on the, on the uh, they're expected to keep up the charade. Uh, on the on the global scale, it's fucking terrible. Keep away from it. It's this is not some right wing conspiracy shit. China has blocked Twitch. Okay, why? Because they don't get any of that fucking money, and they don't want their money. Awfully greedy for a communist country. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty greedy for yeah. It's ironic, isn't it? It's really weird. In communist countries, you get leaders at the top that stay there forever. <laughs> Vladimir Putin, and <laughs> they. They have all, look at Kim Jong-un. He's fat in a country that has people starving. Okay? Well, that could be genetics. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just saying, like, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what you get. Anyways, I gotta go house hunting. No, that sounds like fun. Did you already make the offer? Is that how you got into this? I'm probably gonna have to wait until after October because the wife has to go to India. Yeah. Only like three weeks. That's probably what's keeping me from going after any sort of promotion at that fucking place. Like, well, yeah, I would love to make more money. I just do that with her job. They're just, I don't know. I think they're vetting her. I think they're setting her up for like a higher position. Uh, like she had to go meet a higher, higher up recently. That was like, like, what, why is her boss not doing that? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. It's just, uh, I, you know, I keep an eye on the, the internal job openings there. And a lot of them are like travel up to 35%. Like, nope. Well, see, there you go. People right there. See, this is how you know America's not racist. Asian people have the drive to do it. White people don't, and Asian people succeed. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Closing thoughts. <laughs> Still not officially a citizen. I mean, because it's getting harder for some reason. Well, we got a year. Not no, saying that in a bad way. I'm just pointing out the irony there. That you Yeah, know. the irony. Yeah. All right. That's all we got. So uh, I'm Seeker127. You can find me on Twitch Tuesday through Saturday. Starting at 6 p.m. usually. And uh, I'm on Twitter, Seeker127Gaming. Keep an eye out for a name change. It could happen at any time. Probably announce it on the podcast, too, when it does happen. Yeah. And, of course, I'm The Gabbler. You can find me on at TGGabbler uh, on uh, Twitter over there, where I follow a bunch of random Arabic people who followed me. And I don't know why. <laughs> um, but, hey, I got a lot of blue check marks following me, so I'm kind of important. And if you want to follow, just... You know, follow. I don't tweet shit though, so yeah, that's cool. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash dgabbler when I decide to stream, which is sometimes because I'm trying to get into like game development. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing you might have heard of where they make games. I don't even have a name for the company. <laughs> I don't even have a name. I don't even have a name for like the development studio or whatever it's gonna be. Whatever. Maybe I'll get Monty helping me out. Can't be know, worse than from software. software. Can't be worse. From from software. Maybe I'll do something like that, you know. <laughs> something like that from from games <laughs> <laughs> all right well so yeah this is fun. the this is the electronic gaming mostly podcast uh unless there's a hurricane we upload each and every sunday now with over 40 downloads holy shit That's look at us high. go I'm yeah. hyped. second biggest podcast in the world welcome second to joe rogan come at me yeah I'll be on your show, Joe Rogan, but I can't come to California. Kevin Smith, if you're out there and you're serious about making dreams come true, just one tweet, man. I'll take you 10 seconds. Just tweet this motherfucker. Tweet make it, it happen. Love you, All right. All we'll right. see you next week, everyone. Thanks for listening. I think...